Hey everybody, welcome back to uh, Truth Behind Illusion podcast. Uh, we're, we, we're spoiling you all this month. We, we, we usually do two episodes a month because we're bi-weekly, but uh, we gave you the Jim Thorpe Prison episode yes. last week, and now this week you're getting the Tree of Life Metaphysical Shop, mm-hmm. which is super exciting. And the uh, Welcome Back episode as well. Three or yeah. four. Mm-hmm. I don't know when they're going to air that Welcome Back episode. Next week. We've done a lot of uh, recording this, this month. Yeah. Uh, also, too, we are we have a sure live studio audience, which is super exciting. <laughs> Thank you all for, for hanging out. Hi, my audience. Um, <laughs> as you see, we're super prepared. Yeah, we're super professional. Like, this is a <laughs> high-quality system we got going on. Now, uh, so, yeah, for you guys, we're, we're very off the top. We're just going to wing it. We gave you the whole spiel. But first off, we want to thank our sponsors. So we'll get our first ones all out of the way here. We have three amazing sponsors now, which is exciting. Uh, Abaddon Tattoo Studio, a unique professional experience nestled in the small town of Pine Grove, Pennsylvania, in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. They provide high-quality tattoos and piercings in a relaxed, professional, and sterile environment. The next one is where we are right now, the Tree of Life <laughs> Metaphysical Shop. I wonder how it is. It's beautiful. <laughs> I've heard it's of good things about it. Uh, they are dedicated to providing a quality metaphysical and holistic goodies to you. Not only are they an online presence, but they have a brick-and-mortar store located in Ringtown, Pennsylvania. They have something for everybody. So stop in, shop online, and see what you can find. Come grow with us. Ooh. How beautiful is that? I never did an ad read in the building I was actually at. <laughs> yeah, for the building. Check, check that off the list. All right. Um, and then this network is po- powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview question and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you are new to podcasting, an existing podcaster, are looking to grow your audience with more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com. Use offer code IWEP Network for 10% off your first order. We also have, as I close it out, Cool. Um, well, that we had Poddex was our last episode that we yeah, did. Yeah, we live. did a Poddex episode, yeah. so it's just a random. There's an app, or you could buy physical cards where you can just kind of flip a card a, over and be I like. I watched a little of it. Yeah, yeah. what's your pink. favorite cryptid? And then we yeah, we picked who our paranormal political, deck, yeah. Yeah, we picked who our uh, political cryptids would be. Wait a be. minute. Yes. Because <laughs> we're also talking about sleeping with dolls. Oh, yeah, we were, weren't we? <laughs> <Did> I, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, it was Robert and. Annabelle. Yeah, yes. Robert oh, and Annabelle. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was one of the questions. It was oh, like if you were, with, if yeah. you were to stay, yeah. if you were to Kate, yeah, <laughs> with Robert the doll. I said I don't believe in Annabelle, and I would lick the doll, and I would sleep with it. Yeah. Yeah. In bed with it, not. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I would. That's I walked out of the room that. when I heard that. <laughs> I would you were disgusted. <laughs> Flip the table yeah, and walk yeah. down. I'm not, I'm not sponsoring this podcast anymore. I would anymore. take her to dinner first. I'm a respectful <laughs> doll lover. We want to thank our Patreon people if they're still with us. Tommy B, the Tree of Life Metaphysical Shop, Hireth, in other words, podcast, Jay Horror and Austin Blackwell. So we have a $1 or $5 or if you're rich, you can do more. It's completely up to you. Uh, mem- m- monthly membership that you can go and sponsor us and it helps pay for equipment and yes, StreamYard and all the fun stuff we use. Uh, we also, you can check out our brand new website, uh, iwepnetwork.com. It'll link you to all social media as well as our uh, store. Yep. And, and all that fun stuff, and the rest of the awesome shows on our network. So don't go check that out. Without further ado, we're at the Tree of Life. Get down to brass tacks. We're going to talk Ringtown Witch. <laughs> Introduce yourself. The boss here. Uh, hi, I'm Sherry. Um, this is a, a family business. It's my husband and I, and my daughter used to help us, but she oh, ran away from me. <laughs> from the store. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We've been here a little over three years. May 1st was our third year. 
I forgot that. Because yeah. May 1st is my wife's uh, anniversary. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, I remember we talked about that last time. Yeah, yeah, we did one episode here before. We got to uh, go through, and, and that, that was on Interviews <laughs> with Everyday People, which is a local interview show that you can check out. But we were here last time. Uh, we had readings from everybody. We learned about crystals. I called them rocks a hundred times. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. If, if, if you're new to the game or you want to learn more, this is a great place to come and, and, and experience a little bit of everything. Yeah. From readings to, I don't remember everything. We'll go through it all again. Yeah. I'm still... It's <laughs> her story. Yeah. 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 What else? yeah. yeah. You, you explain to us what the um, happens here. So, we do have a lot of things going on. We have a retail store, crystals, journals, you name it. Lots of metaphysical, holistic items, loosely tea, journals, yoga blankets, meditation. We do classes, look at our schedule. We have meditation once a week on a Tuesday, every other Saturday. Um, probably in the new year, we'll start yoga again. We have Crystal Club that happens on the weekends. Um, paint and sips, uh, more, more information about different crystals. We have services too. We do hypnosis for past life. Uh, quit smoking, performance enhancement. Um, I know I'm forgetting things. We also do Reiki. We have a couple different practitioners here, and one of them you'll get to meet later. Um, but we do, she does crystal Reiki. We have another person who does, uh, it's Yusui Reiki, and I as well do Yusui Reiki. Um, we have a area, it's called the Holistic Suite, where that all goes on. Um, ear candling, foot detox. And. Is ear candling when they, you, like, you get all the earwax and stuff out? Yeah. We only really do that sometimes, just awesome. for fun, because like, I could hear you going, ew, yeah. no, no. and loving it at the same time. No, I, I definitely, like, I watch, I'm the guy who watches, like, earwax removals and Oh, you and both happen. Yeah. You'd the, want to do it just to see what's inside The problem is, it. you don't want to be the person getting it done on the internet. Like, oh my god, I got a mason jar full of earwax. <laughs> 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 we can, we can like a mask, a Halloween yeah. mask on you and just cut they, a hole. They blur, blur That's hilarious. Yeah. And then you're that guy that everyone is like, yo, what is wrong? With you, like, we how did you let for an this thing session <laughs> on the podcast? I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm excited to tell you, in the near future, we're going to have a salt therapy room. It's under construction, very close. So fun. The murals being painted right now as we gather. Um, and there's going to be a little greenhouse to do herbal classes and things like oh that. Oh my so gosh! There's lots to talk about, but I oh can't yeah, think of it all. Right? Oh sure. my gosh! It's your first time. Yeah. No, I've been here a couple years ago, but like this. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. Yeah, it's grown up a lot. Oh my <laughs> gosh! I'm so I'm hyped. I have no idea. This is so cool. <laughs> so there, yeah, there's another whole thousand some square feet in the back that we're really? tapping into. Oh wow! That's cool. The vet's so dope. The vet's old operating room is going to be our greenhouse. Oh, if you nice. have ever been to the Ringtown Vet, <coughs> the back of the building was where he practiced for like 15 years. Hmm. That is so cool. I'm so excited. All right. Well, so. I, well you are going to be our, our expert for today. I wouldn't say I'm an expert. I do know a lot of information about the Ringtown Witch. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't even know where to start, so if you want to ask a couple questions, yeah, I'll like, so, help me get started. So well, these guys can ask questions, too. Yeah, we well, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely interested just because uh, my great-grandmother was a Pennsylvania Dutch raffer, 
So she did powwows. Okay. So I'm very like excited to like know more about the the Ringtime Witch and the, the powwows and like stuff like that. Okay. So. so this is essentially going to be a little bit of uh, metaphysical. It's going to be a little paranormal. It's going to be a little Historic. true crime. Historical, yeah. yeah. True crime. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Shotguns uh, involved. Yeah, shotguns. Yeah. So I first heard of this story because it was one of those things where like, oh, cool, they pulled something out of School County and they used in Hollywood. Uh, there was a movie. I don't know how true this is or how much how much stock I could put into this, but there was a movie called Darkness Falls, and the premise of that movie was there was a local witch, and she was more of a good witch, helping people doing her thing. Children went missing. They went attacked this woman, killed her, and now she's an evil entity who haunts things. And the rumor is, is they pulled this from Ringtown. So, and then I do more research on it. I'm like, boy, that's not even what happened. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so everything I knew about the story is completely different. So, and, I, and I've been doing more research. I was like, wow, this is interesting. And it uh, kind of goes back to our, we had a little bit of a joke while we were at Jim Thorpe. Uh, if you ever watched the show Parks and Recreation, <laughs> I mean Parks and Rec fans. So Parks and Recs is, is they do a. They're in Pawnee, they're Indiana. In this, Pawnee, Indiana, which small is like town. small town America, mm -hmm. and they all have like their town has like a checkered past, but they kind of like honor it, but don't really talk about like the negativities. They're like, yeah, like Indians got killed, they and like, like, like they yeah, and they have like a mural painted, and they're like, that's kind of insensitive, and they're like, we never thought of it that way. <laughs> it's just our history. And then we kind of like dig dive and dip, dip deep into more local stuff. And like Jim Thorpe's like, we needed money, so we bought a dead body. <laughs> like, and we won't give them back to their family because yeah. we bought them. Fair and you and can't have them back. <laughs> no, we raised, no. We raised a lot of nickels to get that dead body. <laughs> Actual nickels. $35,000 in nickels they to had buy a, Jim Thorpe's They had a nickel body. campaign where they said, hey, all your townspeople, send us your nickels. And they used those nickels and bought an Olympic dead athlete. Yeah. To name a town. And then na renamed the town. He's never been to Jim Thorpe. He's never knew it existed. It's pretty awesome. They just, they just wanted it real bad. And they wanted the football hall. <laughs> and we're never welcome back into Jim Thorpe. No. No. Um, but yeah, it's, so it's just like kind of like the TV show. And that's why we're like, we did the research here. It's like, oh boy, we're not too far behind. We yeah. Do, <laughs> we, do, we do some things here. In oh, oh, yeah. So let's let's dive into the, the beginning of this story. Okay. How, how did you... So how I learned about her was I'm originally from the area all my life, moved away for a little bit, came back in 2008, and I had never heard of the Ringtown Witch before that. So when I came back, I moved to Ringtown and heard people talking about it. I'm like, huh, this is interesting. So of course I asked everybody I know, went to the library. Great place to go. <laughs> the library has copies of this magazine called True Detective. Uh, real, real quick, can you, can you slide the mic just a little higher up? Dang. Yeah. You're good, I'm picking you up. Ah! Oh, perfect. <laughs> Nailed it, there you go. All right. Um, we should all have scarves. So if you stop by the Ringtown Library, you can ask them for a copy of this. They'll gladly make you a copy and whatever the copy costs, that's all they'll charge you. They actually have two different articles. Um, so that's where I started my research. And then I kind of spanned out and asked a lot of people information, read whatever I can find, um, went to the property that she died on, um, and I've heard a mix of stories as well that don't go to the land. It's Well, it's private property, so I don't encourage yes, you to go so there without really permission. Really don't go to the land. <laughs> um, I'll show you how to drive by Whoa, it. Hey. <laughs> but don't go on the property. Uh -huh. It is private property. Um, so it fascinated me. I've heard stories that if you go there, the land's cursed. Uh, I heard. I've been on the land. I heard ghost dogs. Nope. Oh, yeah, never. I've never personally story. had a bad experience there. Yeah. But I feel very connected to her. Yeah. 
and I'll explain why I feel connected to her as we go on. So other people, I had two friends that went there, snuck on the property, and asked permission to take things, took things. <laughs> Within three days, things. they showed up at my back door. Within five minutes of each other, take this back, take this back. So um, I think, you know, it could be. Now, when you say easy. ask permission to take things, yeah. they ask the homeowners, or they're kind yeah. of like, can we have this? No. Yeah. They did the no. whole, like, speak no. out. They Let's went on the property check. trespassing, which, first of all, is a no-no. Yeah. yeah. The second thing is anything you take from the land, you need to ask permission to take that and I'll ask and offer offering to replace it. Mm. So we, that's a whole kind of, you can say a pagan thing yeah. or mother nature thing, mm -hmm. but you never take anything without giving it back. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, two of my friends took things and I'm telling you within 24, maybe 48 hours, banging on my back door, take this back. I'm too afraid to go there. Take this. No, you have to go back there and take it. how it works. You take something without permission, you have to take it back. Uh, did they tell you exactly what they experienced? Um, they just felt like someone was constantly looking over them. They felt like heaviness. Um, whether, now I've taken things. I still have those things to this day. I cherish them. I've taken pictures down there and got beautiful purple orbs everywhere. That's pretty cool. But I feel really connected to her. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think she was a bad person. So, like, my connection with her is probably different than, you know, stories that other people have had. Mm -hmm. um, I actually think she was quite an amazing woman, and I'll get to tell you some more as we go on. So, that's how I found out about her. Yeah, and awesome. the people in our, you guys, you don't have to pick up the mic unless you want to, but you, you are, you're from local, the area, so you have some insight on some of this as well. Yeah, my mom lived down the road from her, like, like when she was murdered, my mom was like 40 years old at the time. And that's really? probably about two and a half, three miles tops yeah. from here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. The, the home that she was murdered was, at. Was your, was your mom friends with her, or do they know each other? That, we always heard about the murder. That's super interesting. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's learn about her dive in. and dive <laughs> yes. into this. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a rich history of uh, different groups that lived in this area from the coal regions. And along with that came lots of different belief systems, and some of them are called the Pennsylvania Dutch Powwowers or Brockeri, which we have someone who's an expert that can talk a little bit about that later. Mm, um, so and with this mix of cultures and beliefs and all that, this is where we ended up with having witchcraft. You hear about witchcraft in Berks County and Bucks County, where this is the only one that I know of in Schuylkill County that there was a murder. Um, so this woman um, seemed to have a gift of intuition. So she was married, well, no. According to the records, it's iffy whether she was married twice. So she met someone, they had a child. Over time, he passed away, move on. She gets on to the next marriage, and with this husband, she had a premonition that if he went to work, he was going to die. And these are all over the internet, these stories. But she was very specific with what was going to happen. And he said, you're nuts, woman. You're nuts. He went to work, and there was an explosion at the place he worked. He died. 
that threw everybody over the edge that, wow, like, she, she, she's not normal. She's a witch. She's a witch. Of course, that's where they went to. Um, so the long story short is, that's how she became, became called the witch. My opinion, she was probably a Brockerai, mm -hmm. which is someone who typically is a Lutheran. Mm -hmm. um, we believe she may even be buried at the Lutheran cemetery, at the Old White Cemetery. I'm still trying to find proof of that. Someone posted on the internet that she was, but I'm trying to get the old maps to double check that. Uh, at the Old White Church, it's this, yeah. So, so here in town is what you're saying? I'm Braniville. Oh, okay. Okay. Not far away. Um, somebody did a podcast recently within the past year and claimed that they were at the cemetery and that they were going to find it. At the end, he never did find it. And I've been through the cemetery records there, and I haven't found it. So I'm wondering if it's under her maiden name, too. So I'm going to dig into that. If I find out, I'll let you know. Cool. Yes, yeah, please do. Right. Yeah. So she lived a little bit around the corner from here, and we'll go back to where I learned of her story. So when her husband died from this explosion, um, she was in the impression that her husband's family in the will left her this property. So one of the stories goes that her, and she was raising her sister's child with her, um, went to this property that she thought she inherited. And when she went there, whoever did rightfully own it from the will chased her off. She wouldn't leave, she squatted. He went to the park to get to the police department, sheriff's camp, and had her removed. She came right back in as soon as they, they chased her off. So it happened like three times. She was, I think, jailed for a day or two even. After she got out that time, the person who rightfully owned it decided to burn the house down so she wouldn't come back. So there's, there is another witch property in Raytown that's related to her. And I'll give you more information about that on another thing. Cool. But that, that's what like, was really surprising to me, to hear all the things that she went through. She thought she earned this house. She went there. All she wanted to do was have a piece of land. And at that time, you know, it was hard for a woman to be by herself raising someone else's child. Um, so she was a pretty amazing woman. She had her own animals, farmed her land. Um, she did a lot of herbal remedies and stuff. But the most interesting thing I found out is that her, she was a bootlegger. Ooh, there we go. A lot of bootleggers in Ringtown. <laughs> So apparently when she was widowed, got to make those bills and stuff. So she ran around with a crew off of uh, Patterson Road that did a lot of moonshining. And apparently she had her own still and stuff from what I understand. And this comes from that. a neighbor that's, cool. that's yeah. 92 that was good friends with her that I was hoping to bring here today. But uh, was she making like what, like whiskeys and moonshine? Moonshine. moonshine. All I'm saying, Shiners. local businesses. I know there's a few moonshine places. Yeah. You don't have a Ringtown Witch moonshine? Coin it now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. There it is. So. You guys, for free, you guys can yeah. have that. That place in school will hate or whatever it's called. Yeah. So often she was depicted as being on her property, like staring at people if they came close. And a lot of times that during that time, there was disputes over the land. So there's lots of issues. Your animals are on mine. I'm keeping them, that kind of stuff. So those kind of things helped blow up this image of her being a nasty, mean woman because she was only trying to protect what she had. And she's already been chased off properties for yes. probably numerous years yeah. trying to go back to where she felt was her home yeah. for the whole what time. She earned so. And she so. didn't want people to find out she's making moonshine in the basement. Yeah. That's yeah. another she thing. So, so when she did set up her place, you know, she was often seen like 
shotgun Betty or whatever, you know, like stay away. Like her more. Um, <laughs> and uh, in walks in the whole story of how she ended up dying. This gentleman, Albert, thought that he was doing farm work for a neighboring farm. And apparently he crossed over the property line and she must have glared at him with the evil eye. So if you know either Italian tradition, you know what yes, that means, or if you know pagan, you, the evil eye means lots of different things. So apparently she must have glared at him with the evil eye and it must have freaked him out pretty good between hearing all the stories that she could predict things and all that. Um, he kind of got obsessed with the whole idea. So, in develops this story. Um, for years, he was tormented by the belief that she put a hex on him. His life never seemed to go right after she put the evil eye look on him. Um, to the point where, I mean, he was fascinated with, with trying to get rid of this curse, that he went to groups called the Hexerai, which mm -hmm. is the opposite of the Brockerai, yep. to try to find out how to get rid of this curse, mm -hmm. this hex. And at some point, someone had told them that the only way to do it is to get rid of the witch. You get rid of the witch, the curse is gone. So, and those are the stories that are all over the internet too. But um, that's called accessory to murder. <laughs> <laughs> What's really fascinating is um, he must have had some good aim because the location, if you see the property, um, I have friends that live up above there. Um, I won't say that anyone, but, but they live up above there. So the road comes down, and he apparently parked up there, and from up in that mountain behind the property, which this is the property, there's a huge mountain that kind of goes behind it. Okay. From up there is where he shot through a window and killed her. So that must have been a really good shot, yeah, too. Yeah, must have been quite the wow. rifle as well. Um, and at the time yeah. of being shot, as it says in the internet, he was, she was caring to a gentleman's foot. So they just had dinner. A farmhand was bordering with her, because that's often what happened. Um, after dinner, he, sh she went and doctored his foot, and the shot rang out, and she just happened to be standing over him right through the window and got her. So. Wow. Well, if there's one thing I will not put past uh, school County people is being a good shot. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's very true. Because like the biggest thing in this area is deer hunting, you know. Yeah. So, so if this guy was probably doing that because it's been a thing for a long time, that's probably why he was able to uh, execute that shot. What year was this that she died? She died in um, March seventeenth. It was on St. Patrick's Day in nineteen thirty-six. Thirty-six. Oh. So there is there is a little book that talks about her. There's there's no book been written about her, but there's a few books that mention her in about a about a paragraph. Mm -hmm. um, a couple websites and anybody who wants links to those by all means I can make sure we put them on the bottom of the podcast too yeah mm -hmm. um, so essentially he, he gets tried for murder uh, this is where I guess the true crime part we're coming yeah. to mm -hmm. yeah. he's tried for murder and he uh, he pretty much goes into court and be like well I killed her because she hexed me <laughs> and because it's 19 whatever they're like Seems legit. Che All right. Checks out. <laughs> checks, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he was. I think he, he was in prison, but he didn't. He didn't die in prison. He was. No, no. Actually, um, he was tried. He was actually found. This is what's weird. He later in life they decided that he was schizophrenic. How convenient. So well, he spent most alert, of his like time helped you with that. In a mental, mental institute, yeah. like yeah. a mental. And he was released, and he actually died in the nursing home 
And Shen, when the nursing home was up in Shenandoah Heights. Yep. Yeah, and he's actually oh, wow. he's buried in Shenandoah Heights yep. as well. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. I believe he he was released, and seven years later he died. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, but he even admitted when he was in the hospital that, yeah, he, he wasn't probably a witch. Yeah. He wasn't really a hex. So. He probably had people gassing him up. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He probably went to, like, the local bar, and he's like, oh, she, yeah. she looked at me, and they like, dude, you're possessed. Like, yeah. it's over We're for you. Hexed, man. And uh, probably because he had mental illness, he probably probably went a little overboard. Yeah. You know? Especially well, and, and there was just a lot back then, too. There was a lot of superstition about any of this stuff. People, if you practice Bacharai, People didn't advertise it. Mm -hmm. It was like, do you know somebody who does this? And it was kind of like word of mouth. Yeah. 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 And and our expert could talk a little bit more about that whole how it was, you know, so quiet. Um, it was like my great grandmother yeah. used to have people come from all. She used to live in Friedensburg, and she had people come from like all around. But yeah, it was one of those things where it was just like, no, yeah. they're just farmers. Yeah. They don't. They just they they live off the land and. Occasionally, they go out to the back of the barn, and she clears yeah. your ways. She clears and, your and energy. It's really ways interesting for you. too. What makes it sound like witchcraft is because of Brock Rye or Powwower. They do things by the phases of the moon. Mm -hmm. They do things that are ritualistic. Um, you know, repeat things three times. They actually use the Bible Tree three loops. times. Tree yeah. So there, there is a lot of things that make it seem witchcrafty mm -hmm. to someone who wouldn't know what it is or understand it. Yeah. One of the biggest things, uh, we, I don't know how factual this is, but when we were at Jim Thorpe, we went to a, a coffee shop and they were talking about Boilo. And she was like, well, the, the seeds of Boilo is through Brockerai, right? Like the herbalist, like using the herbs and stuff like that and using like... Like herbalism and stuff yeah. like that? I'm, it oh, could I'm sure there's, be. I'm sure there's especially lots of versions though. Like when I was in Maryland, there was this bar I went to the one night and they had their version of Boilo. It was an Italian drink that you heated up and drank. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, so, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. It's like, a, it's just, I call it like a Lottie with sticks. Like we just put, you know. <laughs> I call it natural NyQuil. Yeah. <laughs> it works. I will say this, that there's been many years where I drank a lot of Boilo. Never got sick. Didn't yeah. get sick yep. all season. Yep. Uh, another interesting thing too, speaking of drinks with sticks in it, there's a thing in the Dominican Republic <laughs> called Mamawana. And oh. it's it's wine, but they have like all these tree roots and stuff in it. It looks Ooh. like a looks like a terrarium with red wine in it, and it's like rum and wine mixed That's with fun. all these tree roots and stuff. Oh, wow. And you drink it, and it's uh it's pretty crazy. Ooh. Yeah. We should make that. <laughs> you can buy the bottle with just the roots and stuff, like when you're on vacation. But it's, I'm gonna look up the recipes and see if I can. Never yeah, heard of it. It's an interesting thing. I was just wondering how much of that, like, because herbalism is used in so oh, much. Oh, this is the dawn of time. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. over. But if you're like, wait a second. What are you doing over there? <laughs> or you're sticks. doing it on a full moon? Yeah. 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 Sure. yeah. On a full moon? <laughs> yeah. You're shaking the bottle three times, witch, yeah. burner. Yeah. Burner. Get the hunting rifle. <laughs> yeah. um, now, how much how much of her family or connection to her is still in the area or around? It's funny because um, every once in a while I'll come into somebody who says, oh, that was like my second cousin's you know, relative. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's small area mm -hmm. and there's I went to school with a mummy and I never knew back then you know to, to find out if they were related yeah so. and I mean every I don't mean this in any bad way but everybody in Ringtown's kind of related <laughs> oh no you know yeah, yeah. there's so many it's common small names town it's, I mean, it's not yeah. the biggest town in the world yeah. Yeah. we're like eight degrees of Kevin Bacon yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. eight degrees is, that, of is the house still there or is the house gone the house is gone now unfortunately um, from what I understand in the 90s I believe it got struck by lightning and burnt down oh. Which is wild. But yeah. you can still, <laughs> what's really cool, when you go to the property and look at it, you can tell where that house sat. Mm -hmm. Like, there's just this one spot that, 
I don't know. And you can see little flower beds and stuff. Mm. Oh, wow. Foundation. So if I find the pictures of the orbs, not like you would think. Um, like you can see a little bit, but yeah. it's not much. The, the, who, who currently owns the land? Do you know? I mean, you don't have to put their name on it. I don't like... remember right now. But they do have new neighbors. Um, oh, so um, more to the story, too. When this happened, when she was shot, uh, the daughter that she was, adopted daughter that she was raising, her niece, and the farmer's help, because it was so late in the evening and it was like kind of a creepy dark night when this happened, they were terrified because they didn't know if they were going to get shot, too. They hid, and in the morning they ran up the hill to my friend's property, and that's the only place that had a phone at the time that they can call someone oh or a way to call in. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you want to help the person that's obviously injured on the floor, but you're like, someone just shot through a window, yeah. so it's like, keep, yeah. your, he keep your head down. The yeah. poor guy getting his foot worked on, and then <laughs> oh my God. and he's like, oh my God, what did he do? Like, what in the world he did? And it was only two shots fired. Right. Yeah, so that's pretty wild. But... And it had to be the first one. It went in, through, it hit her lungs and her heart. Ugh. Like, Jeez. Instant. Oh my gosh. What a good shot. Yeah. That's terrible. From a rifle from back then, so it wasn't many shots, I don't no. think. Um, from what I read too, and I'm, I don't know if you've heard this too, it was more like pumpkin shots. So that's what I don't understand, how it could go so far, because my understanding, and I'm not a hunter or anything, yeah. it's, it's splatters and, yeah. you know. But they, another account says there was bullet marks in the wall from the either went through her or the second shot. Uh -huh. So I'm confused because if it's a bullet, then it's not pumpkin shot. So. Yeah. The shotgun went that. But it was the first shot so they killed her. That's for sure. Wow. Because it was dead silent. Except that poor guy. So through your like Foot years guy. of research, he's like, I can't even run. With, with the <laughs> stories and everything, finished. do you have any like? any like more uh, different ideas than the stories that have come out like do you have any hunches or anything that feels weird that you put different pieces together sure. cover-ups or anything or just like I uh, different ideas I just think that she was really misunderstood mm -hmm. like I mean even back in earlier times when people were called witches it was because they were the ones who grew the herbs made the tinctures made the salves the tonics and all that when there was no doctors around and then if somebody did something they were pissed off at them right away, which, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I mean, every town has that trope where it's like, that's the spooky house. Don't yeah. go near the spooky <laughs> yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure it probably fed and fed, and it just kind of, it just spiraled out of control. Um, yeah, I'm well, sure and that... it didn't help that, I mean, what she went through in her life, I mean, possibly widowed twice. We know that she had two relationships. The first one, you know, whether they were married or not, she had a child with. Never, that child actually... I read somewhere passed in 79, mm. um, but didn't live with her when this happened. Um, the second person she was with must have been a player. He had like five other kids with oh. other baby mamas. So like when you look up the, the cemetery records and stuff, like boom, 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 lots of kids. So he got around. Yeah. <laughs> he got around. Yeah. So going through that, she just imagine yeah. in the 30s, like having to do all that yourself, like I'd be carrying a shotgun and saying stay off my property too. Yeah. yeah. Plus the without the business. Yeah. <laughs> you can get my still. Gotta, but I mean yeah. just the, what she had to endure. So I have an appreciation for the fact that she had a really That's a strong rough, woman. Yeah. Very, very strong, strong woman. woman. Must have been knowledgeable to figure out, you know, bootlegging yeah. or making moonshine Living and whatever she land. did with the herbs yeah. and all. Um, she's not even she's raising someone else's child. So it just gave me a a different appreciation for her than what, like, everybody, oh, the scary witch house. 
No. Pretty bad. No, she's, yeah, she's, more, she's more of the gangster right yeah. town. Yeah, the gangster. Yeah. I like that. Let's yeah. start, let's start that rumor. We're gonna re rename the, yeah, the Witch of Ringtown. Yeah. Again, I really do think that she was probably a Brockerai. Um, yeah. And Absolutely. and someone else can tell you more about the Brockerai and why that makes a good fit for her. Yeah. So essentially, what what uh, growing up, what I was always told is the the, the house. Uh, is still standing, so that's not a thing. And then you had to cross a bridge to get to it. Well, see that that there, I did see somewhere on YouTube somebody putting out um, that they went to the witch cabin in Ringtown. Well, I kind of glanced at it last night in case you asked those questions. Mm -hmm. Like the furniture's not even that old. I mean, this is thirty-six. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So, so I don't know what they're 1800s. talking about. I have no idea. I was gonna message them and ask questions, and I'm like. So the, the story I would always hear growing up was if you go to the ring, like cause it, I, I, I saw even like in high school, middle school, um, don't do this kids, but the booze cruises when you go up through Shenandoah Heights and then yeah. you do your thing. Um, yeah, they, they, it'd be like, we're, go over the uh, go over the Ringtown Riches Bridge and then she'll appear in your back seat or I went there and these dogs surrounded my car and I was just like. <laughs> See, that makes me wonder, I think some people are going to the first property that was burnt down purposely. Yeah. Because when I first was shown the property and then I showed it to someone else, they're like, no, no, that's not the witch's property. So obviously she did probably move around. So yeah. she might have had more than one homestead. So you said you have a little bit of information on this other property that people may know about. What, like, or what's, do you know, you know anything about that property? The one that was burnt down? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we could look through the, the register of wills and yeah. find that pretty easily. But you, you don't know the backstory of where that could possibly it be? It just went to, no, no. Okay. No. But I'm, I'm suspecting it was the one that she was chased off of and it was mm. local. Ah, okay. So yeah. maybe the, this is That's the first property. That's why I think people are going to possibly another location. Well, if, if you are, are watching along at... Uh, and you know anything. Yeah, put in the yeah, comments. Sure. Let us yeah. know. Maybe we can learn something. Uh, would you like to tell some of the stuff you have or some of the information you yes. have growing up? I came here to learn more. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a little bit nervous, so I'm probably forgetting yeah, to mention about. things. Yeah, that's too, totally so. fine. You're doing great. Um, Do you have any... Uh, so that was another, that was another thing too with the old spooky lore. It's like, yeah. well, first when she died, this other person owned it, and then it burnt down, yeah. and then they, they rebuilt died. it, and then one of her family took over the land, and it stayed there forever. And then when the family moved out, somebody else tried to own it, and it burnt down again. No, and that was another lure, no. spooky. <laughs> Actually, if you go there, like I said, it's pretty open, and people have tree stands in it. Oh, <laughs> is that deep in the woods? It's. We're in Ringtown. I mean, I everything, say, everything's pretty much. It's ten minutes you're deep in the woods. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a tree stand. Just, like, <laughs> just hanging right out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's it, the irony that someone has a tree stand in a house you got sniped from? Um, <laughs> it's not too far from the Shinro Fishing Game Club, if you know where that is. Yeah. Oh, that said that in here. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know oh, what's around right. there. It's about a wooden area. Your mic. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. No. Hold on. It's your armpit. Yeah. Your shirt was rubbing against it. Yeah, I'm going to get magnets for them. If you guys go on Patreon, yeah, you, get <laughs> so they can, uh, the everyday people thing too is good. If you've never seen any of his podcasts, people, yeah. if this is like a first time checking him out, the everyday people one's pretty cool too. Yeah, we I do uh, interviews with everyday people. It's kind of like what we have here, where I just go and talk to local people, hear their stories, try to find. Um, I, I try to separate, like, oh, I, we have a ghost thing. I'm like, well, we'll put that on Truth Behind Illusion, not interviews everyday people, but they cross over. I, I guess I talk to musicians and local businesses and people who have, like, stories of recovery, stories of 
anything. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's interesting. Then we have uh, Truth Behind Illusion. We'll just shameless plugs here real yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go for it. Go Tornado for it. Tag Podcast. We talk professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, that is crazy because it went from just sitting. I mean, he he has experiences. He he wrestles professionally, but um, we went from sitting in the kitchen to like doing wrestling commentary and meeting legends and taping shows, taping shows and being part of production, which is pretty crazy. Um, Bangin' Beers podcast. If you like beers, we do local beer reviews, and uh, we travel all over the place to different breweries and try a lot of fun things out. And then there's another one. No, Not Cool in High School. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not Cool in High School. Uh, we actually have a little breaking. Well, not really. I broke it last night, but um, have anyone seen the new Halloween Kills yet? Anyone see it yet? No? So in the movie, all the townspeople get to band together that they're going to go fight Michael Myers. And this late, like they just—it's like a throwaway scene. It's not—it's like literally she's in shot for a second, and everyone's there with like baseball bats, and shotguns, crowbars, and yeah. pitchforks, and crowbars, and she's standing with a iron, like to iron your clothes, <laughs> the plug in her hand, iron in the other. That's and they, like Michael Myers. And they never draw any attention to it. It's just like lady, mean iron. <laughs> so now she's become a meme. Yeah, so she's become a meme. And we're going to talk to her on Tuesday night. <laughs> so cool. That's so cool. She's going to be live on Facebook on Tuesday. The Iron Maiden. Her name that she everyone kind of coined, because someone made a Facebook group called That One Time a Lady bought, Brought an Iron to Fight Michael Myers. <laughs> and it has thousands of people who follow it. And oh, she wow. joined it, and they're like, It's you! <laughs> um, so she, uh, my wife reached out, and like, we do a podcast, and she's like, 100%. So she's going to come on the podcast and we're going to learn about why she brought an iron to fight Mike Myers. And her new name that she coined is uh, the Iron Maiden of Haddonfield. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Even action figures made of her now. Well, no, action Bootleg figures. Good for her. Yeah. That's so cool. She was in, literally, just a camera passes that by her. her only time she's she's never, never had a line. Didn't say a word. Literally just, it pans. But she's standing next to the main oh, yeah. character. It probably just, was meant as a joke and it just took and off. And it blew up. And we're going to talk to her. I might be better if she had a plunger. <laughs> the plunger maiden. I have a friend that um, I go over and help out every every week. And by her back door, there's Whoa. an old antique iron, the cast iron iron. Oh, wow. Now okay. that's what you would need. That one's Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. someone comes in the back door, you just read the cast. Yeah, because that's about 15. What? Oh, oh there it goes. There yeah. Yeah. I thought it fell off. No, no. I was like, I still hear her. I just I don't know where it is. Um, yeah, That'd be like so the more, most anything? powerful uh, brass knuckles ever. Just yeah. grabbing the iron. <laughs> 15 pound iron. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Yeah, but we do a lot of fun things. It's all the stuff in the network. Then we have other shows, uh, Higher Than Other Words, which is a spirituality podcast by Tim Mingle, which is really good. Mm -hmm. And his mom does a lot of readings Marge. here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Marge, Marge, uh, Margaret, sorry. I'm having a, yeah. At least uh, once a month, every three weeks she's Yeah, here. she's fantastic. Oh, wow. We've had her on the podcast. She's done a too. reading yeah. um, with us. Her, her reading was so scary to me. She told us that we were going to have a child. So uh, Heidi, Heidi scheduled an appointment and uh, shut down the factory. We are like, we weren't taking any chances. No chances being taken. Uh, <laughs> so got to beat the system somehow. And if these guys have time to stick around when he's free, we actually have someone who practices Brockerai here. Yeah. I can tell you a little bit more about Brockerai and kind of... Yeah, we're gonna add, validate well, why I felt she was a Brockerai. Yeah, we're That's gonna have him very sit down with this. Because I've never had somebody to talk to about that, because like my, my my family mm -hmm. history with that. So yeah. that's very exciting. So, so that actually does it. What we'll do yeah. is we'll we'll take a couple minutes here. We'll reset. We'll talk to everybody. Uh, we'll wait for Bob to be done, and then Bob will join us, and we'll okay. talk to Bob. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you guys and so much.